Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident mass as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. Bryce, how was your Thanksgiving? Ooh, throwing a, throwing a little breaking pitch right there. I did throw a bit of a curveball there. Um, my Thanksgiving was all right. Uh, I, I came home, not specifically for Thanksgiving, so don't cancel me. It was because we had to come home from campus, but... Um, it was good. Food was all right. Wait, why would you, um, get, why would you get canceled for coming home for Thanksgiving? Because you're traveling during a pandemic. Oh, well, I guess. But Which I will be sad to report, I did fly home, and I'll be honest, some airports were... Um, a little sus? I, I mean, they're not, they weren't sus. There wasn't anyone not following guidelines or anything. It was just... Um, there's more people than I would have liked to see. I'll say that. Well, I mean, when you gotta fly, you gotta fly, I guess, but... Um, but I did get tested for COVID as well, and I was negative. So, you know, hype. That's that's, that's pretty poggers. <laughs> it is pretty poggers, man. Alright, well, uh, we're just gonna start with the NFL here. Um, a few big games from last week we're going to talk about. Uh, first one we're going to talk about is uh, Titans 30, Ravens 24. The Ravens look have been looking pretty rough these last few weeks, man. Yeah, the Ravens, um, they dropped that game to the Titans. They really should not have lost. And now their team is ravished with COVID, unfortunately. They had to move yeah. the Steeler game back, which was supposed to be played on Thanksgiving, to now it's been played on Tuesday. It got pushed back to Sunday night, but then with all of the COVID cases that kept on coming through, like, now Lamar's got COVID and everything, so it's like, they're bumping it back even further. So now, yeah, we are getting Tuesday night football again, which... Yeah. Yay, I guess? I, t- <laughs> I mean, this would have been absolutely the best Thanksgiving game, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, uh, yeah, no, no question. But yeah, I the Ravens are looking really, uh, really bad. They need to uh, pull it together in some way. And I mean, that's going to be difficult now, now that they lost um, Lamar and a lot of other players for at least like a few weeks. So uh, it's going to be really rough for them. Honestly, is it even realistic to give them a... Are they going to... Can they realistically make playoffs anymore? Yes. Because, I mean, do you I, think so? Yeah. I mean, they're only... Because they're on the outside. Yes. On the outside I mean, in, right? I know they're on the outside looking in, but yes, it still is possible. They just really need to... Oh, wait. Yeah, no, you know what? Never mind. This Steelers game is the only... I mean, without game. Lamar, I think most of these games are going to be a little challenging. And it's not... It, it's not the... You know, it's not I, that Lamar's been playing that good this year either. Because he really hasn't... I mean, he hasn't been horrible, but he hasn't been the Lamar we were seeing last year. It's just, like, he is their quarterback, and the system is built around him. So without him, it's like, what the hell are they going to do? 
I don't know. I mean, like realistically, I think they're looking at a at ten and six right now. They've got at Pittsburgh and they got at Cleveland as like their really tough games left. But then they play Dallas, they play Jacksonville, they play the Giants, and then they're at Cincinnati. I don't see now burrowless Cincinnati as well. Um, I don't know that was really sad. I feel awful for Joe Burrow. Uh, hopefully, he comes back just as good. He really was playing very well. I was impressed by his play. Hopefully, the Bengals invest in the O line, and this never happens again, and he recovers. You know, it's it's a simple concept, really, just getting offensive linemen. But the Bengals just seem to barely ever do it, and when they do, it's yeah. a swing and a miss. That entire organization is fucked. Um. Next game we were going to talk about, Colts 34, Packers um, 31. Listen, man. Um, you know, we weren't wrong last week when we said... It shouldn't have been. Kinda... The Packers need to get a goddamn yeah. grip, specifically the defense. Um, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't know how you let this happen on defense, but you cannot let this happen. Like, it... <laughs> This Packer team is something else, man. Some some weeks they look absolutely phenomenal. And honestly, for the first half of this week, or for this game, they looked phenomenal. Um, I mean, they were up 28-14 Just half, complete... Totally I mean, how do you... Half. They went up at halftime. I mean, oh my god. You cannot go up at halftime 28-14... They finished the game with 31 points. That's just unacceptable. You can't muster up three points in the second half. Against a team like the Colts that, yeah, Look, I mean, they're not that, the best team in the league. No, that Colts team is solid. Like, like, they are a good team, but you can't, like, if you're going to be a contender like the, like the Packers try to be, that's just not a game you lose. You have to clamp that down. No, you I, absolutely You gotta just, you gotta just win those, man. And like, yeah, it's unfortunate that your number two wide. Receiver I mean, it's unfortunate that your number two receiver is Lazard. But oh, Scantling, sorry, not Lazard. Lazard's no, not that, that was good either. But that, uh, fumbled. Scantling's normally pretty good. I, I mean. Like, he can't be doing that, but normally he's, you know, not bad. He's very hit or miss from what I understand. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of Packers games, but he's kind of like that guy who's like, he can really only go deep. But He's, he's kind of like a worse Will team. Fuller. But we're going to get to Will Fuller but, in a minute. Yeah, that's, I mean, well, no, nah, Will, Will Fuller, he's a, um, I actually kind of want to. A little bit of everything. Go into um. What do I want to go into? I mean that that Browns Eagles game is hilarious. I listen. If anyone believes oh, in the Browns, you're insane. Weird. Like you are insane if you think that Brown team is gonna do anything. They are. They're gonna be food for whoever they go up against in the playoffs, and they're probably gonna make it too. To be honest with you. And they're going to get stomped. Absolutely do make like, they stink. Just... That team is terrible. 
Um, the Lions. We're going to talk about the Lions a little extensively when we get to the Thanksgiving games. Uh, the Patriots. How are you feeling? Are you like this? Just... This team is hilarious. Dude, fuck this team. This team's kind of funny. Just fuck them. <laughs> I. This team will smack around the Ravens and then just do nothing against Houston. I do not understand. And there was a, I was on Twitter uh, the night at following that game, and this guy said, um, "Cam Newton's hail mary to Ryan Izzo, being caught by Izzo but being ten yards short of the goal line, uh, is perfectly exemplifying the Patriots' season this year." I can't think of a better analogy than a Hail Mary successfully being converted but being 10 yards too short it's, of the goal line. I mean, I, I've game. never seen this before. Like, they, they will go out and beat some really good teams. And Houston, to be fair, they're not an actual horrible team. Yeah, but, I mean, how Houston are you going to go out and beat... Record. I mean, you're going to scrape by the Jets. You're going to beat the Ravens. And then you're just going to go get stomped, or not stomped, by the Texans. But you did get stomped. You've been stomped by some teams that, I don't know, man. The Denver game, the 49er game. I mean, this team is is really just vibes. It's so, it's, it's really funny. Whatever, man. Just whatever. I've I've never seen a Pat team like this before. This is interesting. You know, at this point, I don't care if they win or not. I'm liking to see that some of our young guys are starting Harris is nice. Like Damian Harris. He's looking really good right now. I uh, even though our wide receiver court, I'll be honest. Like I was high on Nikhil Harry, and there's recorded evidence of that. Um, dude, he's ass. <laughs> like there is, and we both were. <laughs> I remember at the start of the season last year when we were talking about which rookies from our team we were most excited to see, and I said I was more excited. Well, I mean, yeah, Winovich did it. You yeah, but mad at me. Yeah, I mean, Winovich is you a better player than Nikhil Harry. I mean, to be fair. Nikhil Harry should not be this bad. I don't know what the hell happened. That that dude was talented. I I don't know what happened, but he's not good. I'm I'm just gonna say this, AJ Brown. I mean, at least you're not like doing what the Eagles are doing. You know, like they passed on Jefferson. They passed on. I mean, yes, but like you could, yeah, but at least you're not the bar bar in hell, you know? I mean, like you're above it at the minimum. Yeah, but like. We're half a game above the bar in hell right now. Like, yes. Absolutely. Is it though? I would say that. Well, the Eagles, I mean, they passed on DK. I mean, DK's not great, but he's better than fucking Whiteside. They passed on DK. They passed on AJ Brown. They passed on Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson literally went the pig after. And they picked a wide receiver over him. Actually, they picked a wide receiver over all three of those guys. But you're not that. And 
I think there's something to be said about that. I think you can celebrate that a little bit. That you're not as dumb. You see, as a Patriots fan, I never wanted to Well, I mean, you know that you're just at that point in the franchise. Like, like, you're just like the... I mean, you had a run of success that's better than anybody's ever to this point. And... Oh, I mean, you're just at that point now. You're not contenders anymore. And now you're, you're getting back to it. I guess... Hey, man, at least Tom Brady laughed. Like, that did, did help. Because he stinks. He's stinking up. Actually, we're going to have to talk about that game. He's been incredibly um, this Speaking season. of, we were both right about... His numbers have been so weird. The Rams-Buccaneers game. Or, I don't know. Did you pick... I picked the Rams. Or, I was right then. No, I thought I, you I picked said, the Rams, too. I, so, I did no. pick the Buccaneers. Yes. Listen, no, the Bucs just don't handle the good teams game, well. And the Rams, like, the I think we have to kind of admit it now. They're a good team. I did not think they were going to be, but they put it together, man. Yeah. In fairness, well, sure, that's a fair expectation. Like, I mean, he's not. So, yeah, he actually looked like a quarterback, which I think is important if you want. He did throw two picks, but (laughs) I don't know. True, we can't ask for too much. Yeah, we can't ask for everything out of Jared Goff. You know, it's it's baby, it's baby steps. You know, he he'll. Start looking like an actual quarterback. He'll get some yardage and some touchdowns. Might have a couple hiccups there, but at the end of the day, he will look like a quarterback sometimes. And I think that it is very paramount to how he's developing. And as a I think we picked, we both picked one. the Chiefs last week too. Um, and they that was a hell of a game. Yes. I mean, Mahomes is Almost he's special, man. I mean, yes. I don't know how many times we can say Fantastic. it, but dude is special. Honestly, like, just calling him special at this point, it's kind of just taking away, because, yeah, we've been calling him special. We've been calling him special since, you know, 2018. I mean, dude is unreal. It, it, what, what's new, you know? Let's, I mean, yeah, week 12, we'll start with our Thanksgiving games. All right, should we move on to the Thanksgiving games? All right, so... I mean, yeah, okay, yes, absolutely, Fireman. I mean, they got shut out last weekend as well. The Panthers showed them down like 20-0. Texans came into Detroit, absolutely slapped them around with no problems at all. Um, I just don't think Matt Patricia has a locker room. I mean, we've heard reports of that before, right? I mean, we've heard... He doesn't... Matt Stafford. Yeah, we've heard about he doesn't have the locker room. Uh, Matt, Matt, yeah. Matt Stafford after the game, like he was asked about but, if uh, he thinks that. Well, he I mean, his job I mean that's and he just said that's, that's technically true. That's not a good thing for a quarterback to be saying. Actually, uh, it is technically true, but actually, you wouldn't want. Well, here's the thing. I was thinking about it. That actually is kind of a decision Matt Stafford can make. Being the franchise quarterback, you do have a lot of say about the coaching. Um, 
you have, I mean, you're the franchise piece. You have all to say. Because if Pat Mahomes went to the front office and said, listen, Andy Reid's not working out. Let's get someone else in here. They'd probably listen to him. He wouldn't say that, obviously, because Andy Reid is working out. But, yeah, I mean, and someone in Stafford's position who's been there, like, uh, over a decade, um, and they probably aren't going to get rid of him, even if they maybe should. Honestly, for Stafford's own sake, I want Stafford to actually get rewarded. No, he's not. I really don't think so. Stafford's definitely not the. Problem. I mean, he's not a. Well, great it's not like teams he's good. Definitely not the problem. It's definitely Matt. Like Ritter. I, like I don't know if there's a coach in the NFL that's gonna like turn that Lions team where it is right now into a, you know, perennial playoff team. It needs a little time. Although, I still don't think Matt Patricia's the answer. Yeah, I Matt Patricia's just no, not it. Like he's just not a good coach. I mean, flat out, he was a, he's not a bad coordinator. Uh, but I think that's really all he is. If he's going to be in the NFL, he should be a coordinator. He, he, he... He's not even a good coordinator. I mean, he's it's. Honestly, like he should be like a position specialist at best. I don't see him getting another head coaching job. And frankly, if you're that desperate for a new defensive coordinator, just hire in house. Because I don't see anything that Matt Patricia brings to the table that's any good. Um, it was evident in 2017 with the Patriots, where the Patriots had like the number 27 ranked defense in the league, and it took. An MVP season from Tom Brady and a couple of miracles for that team to go to the playoffs and or to go to the Super Bowl rather, and then promptly let Nick Foles throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns on him. I think that was pretty paramount, right? Pretty evident, right there, that Matt Patricia is not a good coach. Should not have any sort of power with an NFL organization, in my opinion. I, I don't understand. Yeah, why I, mean, I get it. He's but he just doesn't have it. I just don't think he has it. He I he's awful at like I he just doesn't win games, man. And like I know that's not everything, but it's definitely the most important thing. And if you're not winning games and you don't have the locker room, then what are you even there for? What what are you doing? Cause like if you're in a, if your team's bad and you're losing games, you better have the locker room, like at the minimum. He, I don't even think he has that. Um, but the Texans, man, really they got two big wins in a row. It's good for them. I mean, they're still definitely outside looking in. They're four and seven, but they're gonna need a miracle to do anything. But hey, man, it's fun to watch. Uh, last thing about the Lions, though, please. I know it's you know it's tradition or whatever, but I don't want to watch this goddamn team on Thanksgiving anymore. Not they need to earn it back because this team has not been good since when? Since Calvin, like early twenty tens. 
like enjoyable to watch at the minimum. I mean, realistically, what defines a team as? So that was like. They since Calvin was with them, because I didn't. I, the Lions they weren't winning games, but at least like we could see, you know, Megatron. Uh, I, this this Lions team needs to earn it back. See because that, that was entertaining. They're awful. I don't want to watch them on Thanksgiving anymore. At least at the minimum, they're twelve p.m. slate every time. So it's like you're not watching that whole thing anyways. But well, actually, Damn. I did. I did watch unbelievably watch bad. My family but didn't do dinner until four thirty last night. I think so, we uh, ate. It was like three. Yeah, I know. It, I don't know why. Um, we do do it earlier. But yeah, no, the Lion team or the Lions, they need to earn Thanksgiving back. Like, take them off for a few years, and if they if they start playing good again, we can give them another Thanksgiving game. Like they they've lost it for me, and we've had the Cowboys. We're gonna get into this. I think the football the team beat the shit out of the Cowboys, and this this was the second year in a row the Cowboys went out there and threw up a fucking stinker on Thanksgiving. Uh, they lost to the Bills last year. Do you want a fun fact? I think I think they talked about it during the game, but uh, Gibson is the first player. They have three touchdowns on Thanksgiving since Randy Moss. And do you know who Randy Moss did it against? Yes, he, yes, he did. Cowboys are are they just punching bags? How about the Cowboys? Taylor, yee yee. Dude, I guess so. Um, I think I'm gonna add on to that fun fact. Gibson is the first running back to score three touchdowns on Thanksgiving as a rookie. Actually, I don't think it's even as a rookie. I think it's just in general as a running back. Since Barry Sanders did it in like 96, 97 or something like that. Oh. Cowboys, I I, I'm that. sick I of this America's team, team bullshit, you know? Like, America's team in what way? I I, I rarely run into anyone who likes the Cowboys. The only people that like the Cowboys are Cowboy fans. Everyone else hates them. You all know, no, they, they're pissed. And not even Cowboys fans really like the Cowboys this season. Because yeah, they're, they're, the direction like they're a, going into like a very considerable portion horrible. And it has been for a very long time because they're just so... They're mediocre. They can't string it together. And, I mean, this season it was like Dak went down. So it's like, you know, whatever. Like, you knew it wasn't going to go well after that. And the team was already struggling before Dak went down because their defense is terrible. But, yeah, I I don't blame Cowboy fans that are upset because team's direction is not anything special at all. And I'll tell you what, we need to get the, uh, we need to start talking about Zeke. That man, it's kind of ass. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, doing cardio would be a compliment at this point. He's barely even doing cardio out there. It's God, the dude doesn't even have 300 yards rushing this year. He's getting like 30 yards a game on. Like, he's terrible touches. now. I don't know where the hell his talent went, but 
Oh, you know what? Probably the line got worse. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, yeah, they did lose two starters yesterday, but... Gave him all that money. At the end of the day, though, he's he's still just running straight. It, well, he's going right up the gut. He's getting, like, two yards of carry. It's... I don't... It, the line can only do so much for you at that point. Like, if, if you're putting up that Listen, kind of numbers, Zeke, you blame it on... Zeke got all that money. Right? He got a line. huge extension. Massive. I don't right? know. And if that's how he's going to be playing, you bet you're going to have to beg teams for some picks. Take that contract off your team because that ain't that ain't going to cut it. Well, um, we have Titans Colts. Right, so what big games do we have this week to talk for about? like standings? Colts are favored by three. I like the Titans. I get it. This is um, going to be a very uh, boring game, but I'm going to take the Colts at home here. Titans have been a little. I iffy. doubt it's going to be. You got yeah, Philip Rivers versus Ryan Tannehill. Very, very entertaining. Um, I like the Titans, man. I think that's. I like. I like how the Titans. Listen, man. Titans figure it out, man. I mean, not every time. They've lost some pretty uh, questionable games. But I think they figure it out. That they have. Um, what else we got? We got Cardinals-Patriots. Oh, that'll be funny. That's going to be hilarious. Cardinals are only favored by one and a half. I would smash that. I mean, even that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I got I got Cardinals. Um, I got Cardinals minus two here, but Rams forty nine ers gonna be interesting. I like the Rams. The Rams are favored by seven. So yeah, this game. I wish it was prime time, but it's not. Chiefs Bucks. Yeah, I got four twenty five. It should be one of the prime time games. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sick of that shit. Why are you throwing Honestly, Carson Wentz in prime time, man? Who gives a fuck about Seahawks Eagles? Yeah, we as a society, we've evolved past the need for Carson Wentz to be on primetime games. I I think uh we're we're past that as a species. Oh, absolutely. Give us more Mahomes on primetime. But uh yeah, no. I'm yeah, shocked that she's only favored by three and a half here. I mean, we um, see it with Brady in these big games. Game. He hasn't he hasn't performed well. I'm not going to expect him to start. So, absolutely. We have the classic Bears-Pack rivalry Sunday night. Uh, Yeah, I uh, I got I got the Packers Sunday night. I think Packers nine and a half is a pretty. I, I don't know if I'd call it a safe bet because I feel like the Packers are going to be able to piss away that money line. But uh, I will give the Packers. Packers have done some pretty uh, disgusting losses, but I think they handle the Bears. 
Well, well, right. well, hold on. We still have the Tuesday night so game as well. Sitting, we're only sitting at about 27. Which is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the Thanksgiving oh. game, but it got flexed because of COVID. Oh, we do have two Ravens got COVID. We totally mentioned that earlier. So if this happens Tuesday night, Ravens, Steelers. Um, well, based on actually, it's really not a big game anymore because a lot of the Ravens' best players are not going to be playing. So I think the Steelers handled them pretty easily. I gotta say, Steelers being ten and zero is very stunning. But I'm gonna be honest; I'm not impressed by anything they've done. Like all, and they did. They squeaked by the Ravens the first. No, they time. have had a very uh, long um, schedule this season. I don't know what would have happened this time, but they're losing. Yeah, the Ravens are losing so many people that, pretty obviously, you know, gonna handle that. But yeah, no, the Steelers, they I have yet to see anything that should tell me I should be impressed. They're gonna have to show me something in the coming weeks. They got to play the Bills. And if the Bills are at full health, that's gonna be a very interesting game. So we'll see. It reminds me of um, Tom Brady's last year in New England. I remember y'all were like, really oh, we're winning all these games. You know, they, I think you got to like 6-0, and 7-0, and, and everyone was hype. Oh, the thing was, in we those were, eight games, you played nobody. Like, you didn't play a single person. Six. You didn't play a single team. That was good. And all I heard was, oh, Pats are going back. Pats are doing this. They, the whole time, they were really not that good. They were just playing teams that stunk. And it's kind of like... It's kind of like that for the... St- I mean, they did beat the Titans, yeah, which is good. That's a solid stuck. win. But, like, the Titans are iffy. And the Bills are iffy, too. But the Titans... I don't know. The Titans did beat the shit out of the Bills, huh? Now I'm thinking about it. All right, that Titan win is a little... I should give that one a little more credit. But the other ones are... Stinky. Maybe. That, that sounds I mean, like If I remember that, that Titans game correctly, Steven Guskowski missed like three kicks or something like that. So that game was very close to being a, uh, a Steeler loss right there. So I'm not 100% sold on him yet. Um, I, I could say... I mean, who are they time, even playing? But... Like, I know they got the Bills coming up. These next few weeks are going to be a, a little more telling. So they, they play, play one Baltimore, fully healthy good team. They play Washington, and then they play Buffalo. Please. They got to play the Colts, too. That won't I'm be I'm not going to sleep on that Washington defense. They can... Uh... So they're really the only two tough games I would say they have left are the Bills and Colts. Oh, the Colts. Because the Ravens, that would be a tough game, but everyone's out. So it's really not. And the Ravens are iffy anyways. At least this season. Dude, it's going to be so funny if they go 15-0 and and then week 17 against the Browns, they hilariously play down to their competition. This would definitely be the worst 16-0 and team ever. I mean, this would be the second one. I think that would be very funny. 
2007 Patriots had no business losing any game. Significantly worse than that 2007 Patriots, but... Dude, that 2007 Patriots... My favorite statistic in sports of all time is... uh, So they had, like, 106 offensive drives one season, not counting, like, kneeling down at the end of the games. So they had, like, 110 drives or something like that. And that was last in the league. But their total touchdowns was like 56 or something like that. So they were scoring a touchdown literally. They were sickening. And that was first in the league. The team was sickening. And that is, it's just mind-numbing how ridiculous that team was. He was ass at the time. They got Randy Moss for a fourth round. Pick. Well, that was because Tom, that was like Tom Brady's. He peak was he was ass was when the they got Moss, Randy Moss and he rejuvenated him. Pick. All, all, all just to lose the cracker. Disgusting. It's disgusting that Moss never won a ring. Do you think Eli Manning sleeps well at night knowing that... You should talk to um, Vegas about that. Not letting Randy Moss get a ring. Listen, man. You think it's easy to beat New York in a in a playoff series? Like, do you know how heavy the mob influence is? I'm surprised the Mets lost. I listen, if, no, if the, I'm point. just saying, if the Mets... Or Yankees I know, ever make a World Series again? Maybe that's they're winning. What like the MLB cannot afford a New York team to lose. So, uh, yes. Where do you think his money's from? You think Steve Cohen's got mob ties? He's one of true. He's one of those people that lives his. He he actually lives in Connecticut because New York State tax is too high. He's one of those people. So. <laughs> He's a true venture capitalist. Yeah, I've seen a lot of smart. I've seen a lot of my uh, Met friends who claim that they like socialism uh, kind of throw that yeah, all away for Steve Cohen. Um, yeah, oh yeah, James was James was definitely one of I'm those people. The hammer and sickle in James's body. Uh, Laza was also one of those people. Frito was also one of those people. Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, once there's a billionaire they think is actually going to help crazy, them, you know, yeah, once, it doesn't once matter. Once a billionaire anymore. that actually does things they like, they're very pro-capitalism now. No, I think I think Cohen is going to help him, though. I think that it, he seems to be very on board with the whole, like... He talks like that. We're going to have to see. I mean, when, I don't know um, when free agency opens up. We're going to see. We're going to see what happens. It opens up in like. They're probably going to get Springer. I don't know if they get anyone else, though. I don't know. I don't know what Bauer's going to do. Bauer's kind of fucking insane. He might just go back to Cincinnati because it's funny. Bauer might go to like Kansas City or some shit just because it's just guys. Bauer might sign with the fucking KBO just. He can go to any team in the league, honestly. The Indians really traded yeah, yeah, him. There's no be- team in the league that would say no to him. The Indians really traded him because they were like, oh, he's, oh, he threw a ball over center field. 
Like what? Like you're an idiot. <laughs> Maybe. They also Cleveland also did replace him with another yeah, Cy Young winner. Right? So, so I, think... <laughs> I mean, they're not that bad off. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if you get rid of Bauer. Yeah, so I don't think they're really a good old Bauer outage. <sighs> that would be hilarious. He doesn't give a fuck. Outage. Let's get Bauer on the show sometime, just for the hell of it. I know he doesn't, which is why it's awesome. True, that's the no, only team that has back. no shot. There is, there is definitely no chance. He's Actually, that would be hilarious. Though. Like, oh, oh, it would be so funny. Like after no all that, whatsoever. he signs with the Astros. Oh, it would be God. hilarious. I mean, I would like, I'd be pissed, but damn, it'd be hilarious. I think the funniest thing he could do is stay in Cincinnati. I think that would be the funniest thing possible. What if he made like a whole like I'm taking my talents to a uh, South Beach thing like LeBron did, but he said he would do it. I'm taking my talents back to Cincinnati, and it's like this whole thing with like a massive production value. It's just all like, this, just to go and back to Cincinnati. Most really funny. Sure, man. All right, should we uh, move on to some NBA? All right. It sure is. So, NBA free agency, that's a thing. Uh, some things have happened. Uh, specifically, uh, Gordon Hayward is officially no longer a Boston Celtic. He's, uh, he's with the That is now, weird. Which is really weird michael jordan is i don't understand what the hell's going on over there um but it's it's really just vibes man you know i i do want to say something though i've been such a danny ainge apologist for a while now but if this report is true that the pacers were offering miles turner and a first for Hayward in a signing trade, and he didn't take that, then I I don't even I have no words about that. I I'm I'm speechless that Oh you're mad at Danny Angel. Oh. I think a lot of people are frustrated with Danny Angel right now because I mean, if you really could have had Miles Turner, I mean, that really would have put you in a spot where you are a very big threat in the East. Miles Turner would have helped you out. You know, like... I, Tristan Thompson I guess he getting huge minutes in 2020 is not the move. Then I'll have Miles... You know, I, I don't know, man. But the fact that the Pacers were offering Turner in a first for Hayward. They wanted, they tried to get Oladipo too. They wanted Oladipo involved. I don't, yeah, where do you even put Oladipo in that, in that team? Like, we didn't even need Oladipo though. That's the thing. 
Well, it would be like you. Well, you'd have to give up like Smart to him to the two, Jalen to the three, and then Tatum to the four. If you're gonna get Turner and Oladipo, I mean, I guess, and I don't want to give up Smart, but if you're really dead set on getting Oladipo, that's that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. I'm not gonna love it, but at least if you're giving up Smart, who's the one of the heart and souls of the locker room. You might as well get some really talented players like Depot and fucking Miles Turner. I I don't think there's any reason to get that greedy though. We're a fine team without. Oldie. I mean, how do we? I mean, Turner's we're not even the big piece. One hundred percent sure. Tice is like. I just. I mean, he played well this year, but I mean. Tice. I mean, we've said it before. It's not Tice Miles Turner off the bench. He's a fine they did trade away Cantor, which is good. The guy. No, of course not. True. I was just, yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, that happened mid episode. Last week, so I'm not gonna go too much into that, but I mean, um, I'm just saying, man. Every, I even you were like, oh, we're gonna like Ennis. Ennis is solid. I told great. y'all that man stinks. He reeks. You know, again, I said this again. I said this last week, so I'm just gonna repeat myself from last week. I don't. You shouldn't have given him an option though. Such a cheap deal. It was a low. He had a player option. It didn't pan out as well as expected. True. Yeah, he's off the team now. They find a. They found a partner in Portland. He's not here. I don't know. I guess they wanted him back. I don't know. Why that was the case, but yeah, the so I don't I don't get the Celtics, man. I really don't. Why? I mean, why draft all those players? Like, if you could literally package, they had good package options, and this is like the nine hundredth time Danny Ainge has missed an opportunity like this, where he could have packaged someone who comes off the bench and three picks for like a star. Think about it. You could have just packaged, like, you could have gave him Hayward 14, 26, and maybe, like, one more player. Maybe. Although, with Oladine, they probably would have wanted Smart either way. And, like, 14, 26 Hayward Smart is worth Turner and Oladipo. Like, I would do that in a heartbeat. Like, I get Smart is, like... You know, he's he means a lot yeah, to the team, and the locker room would hurt if he got traded. I get that, but, like... But if you're really about trying to win a ring right now, and you, an opportunity to get Depot and Miles Turner falls into your lap like it just did, where we'd be giving up a guy who didn't even want to be in Boston anymore... On an albatross yeah. contract, and then he got, and then he got a I really don't fucking don't take extremely that. unbelievable deal from no sense to me. Michael Jordan. I don't know where the hell the idea was that that was smart, but I am wrong.
you know i think they're trying to dump they're gonna try and dump the tombs deal they're they're literally Um, just vibing which is hard because steel's terrible they want to maybe get rid of rosier i don't know man there's i look we talked about the lamoa ball pick but the thing is there's a very big log jam at guard for them because I mean you know you know Rozier he can't play the two um he really can't barely play the one I would not say Devonte Graham could play the two he can barely play although Devonte Graham is a talented scorer I wouldn't say he could play the two uh, I don't know if you can ask Lamelo Ball to play the two right out of the gate because he's really not a two. He's a one. So I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Um, Maybe the bench... I mean, you got to start Lamelo Ball. So, like, maybe the starting unit will have Lamelo Ball at the one and then bench unit have Rozier and Graham come in at the two, one and two. Maybe... Man, Terry Rozier. Oh, Rozier was just bench. Rozier was just another horrible idea That's by Michael Jordan. Fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> it was. He was. There was zero reason why Rozier should have gotten that kind of money. But you won't hear me complaining because I don't want Danny Ainge to have gotten any ideas that free agent. What would you do but... if you brought him back after that? That's for neither here nor there. It better be on like a minimum deal. If we're pay- if we paid him twenty million dollars, just... I'm never stepping foot in TD Garden again. I'm, I know they're gonna lose my patronage, man. I pay their salaries, goddammit. it. Nah, but um, seriously though, I would I stop supporting the Celtics after that. Uh, what they've been doing recently is probably worse. I don't think so. I don't think it was that extreme. Yeah, they locked Tatum up, well, so that was good. You know, they got Tatum on the extension, so that's a good thing. Let's see how they build around t- I mean, this is going to be telling, the extension. I mean, Tatum's clearly the piece they have to build around. So, we'll see how they do it. So far, not good at all. We'll check back uh, in IWH, like, you know, episode 259 or something like that, whenever... Uh, We're going to find out if Tatum lasts in Boston quicker than 2025. Happens. Probably way quicker. People get run out of Boston fast. I know. Yeah, we're going to have to see. Hey, man, y'all love Kyrie, too. I don't know if Tatum yeah, will, just... that's the thing. Hey, man. Mm, yes, we did. But it, True. the difference is Tatum seems like he actually gives a damn about being in Boston. Um, yeah. Um, as for other free agency moves, uh, I don't really know if there's any other big moves. 
I don't remember. Did we talk about Montrezl, I, the thing Sawyer, about that signing, Lakers? like, is okay. Harold is a good scorer off the bench, but that man's defense—he needs to work on his defense extremely. Um, his bad defense is really one of the reasons why the Clippers were that three-one lead. Um, so he really does have to step it up if he wants to get more effective minutes, especially on a Laker team run by Frank Vogel, who is like really about defense. Uh, Harold's not going to see the floor that much if he can't play defense. Uh, aside from that, I don't think there were any other big moves made that we haven't talked about yet. I don't think so. Have there been? I don't think so. Alright, well, I think we can wrap this up. So, thank you for listening to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I believe this was episode 120. Am I right? 120? 119? It is. You got it right. I think it's 120. It is 120. Yes. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is spelled C U S I C K.